the main thing that i i mean what i've heard from our customers has always been that it's important to be flexible in the way you design your plants so here is a very interesting trend that happened in the last two years food anything related to food is proved to be a promising startup venture food of course as as any format of it uh, be it your pickles be it your sweets or fast food indigenous food or any fact of it startup are booming and why not india is among the top 6 gourmet markets of the world and the numbers if i put it to you will be surprised the food market in india is somewhere around 1.3 billion us dollars and it's compounding at an annual rate of 20% by the way this 1.3 is of 2018 now you can compound it it's going 3 4 4 4 or 5 so the topic here we are going into is uh the the industry the segment of food processing especially in india there are various companies who rely on food processing manufacturing units imported from china or taiwan etc however <clears throat> there are some firms very few firms in india which has seen the change the new tides of food revolution emergence of fast food everything since 90s 80s and 90s and now they are one of those change agents of food processing or the manufacturing of food processing units etc in india i happen to have a chance to connect with one of those reliable respected food processing companies the unit companies called kanchan metals kanchan metals was established in 1984 and uh, has uh, three plants in greater noida where it started as a single person operation and the rest is history for the years they have added several business functions and activities including their manufacturing facility for food processing machines and products uh i happen to connect with the third generation of uh, the kanchan metal family mr raghav gupta and ang and energetic entrepreneur taking forward the legacy of kanchan metals from his grandfather and also trying to position kanchan metals in the crossroads to match the indigenous demand for this desi foods making sure that the technology or their manufacturing process supporting them at the same time we're also helping to sustain the fast food growth and also kind of catering to the standards of this big brands like dominos and everyone who are actually trying to make a very big thing in india 
So this company, Anjan Metals, is balancing this these two schools, two worlds, quite effectively. I got a chance to connect with him to understand Kanchan Metals focus on how this food processing and how the journey has been and how it's going to be. And also got a chance to connect with him understand the emerging slow food revolution, the emergence of this health-focused food market which focus on diets and nutrition etc. and how Kanchan Metal is kind of uh, catering to that base also. So presenting this very quick, very interesting discussion with Mr. Raghav on Kanchan. Before I skip to the episode, don't forget to share this episode with your friends and do subscribe to Zero Stories Podcast. So basically, uh, yes, Kanchan Metals is a company was formed by my grandfather back in 1984. So I'm a third generation entrepreneur. Uh, my father has been leading the business and uh, I've been assisting him. And um, so we originally started out in the ferrous and non-ferrous metals industry, hence the name Kanchan Metals. But over the years, uh, with the change in the uh, socio-political scenario, our organization as well, uh, had to diversify to uh, keep its entity alive. And uh, it was somewhere around the middle 90s when we actually started looking into the food processing industry. And at that time, uh, it was kind of pre, uh, or let's say it was really at the same time that the internet era also began to take off. So yeah. there's a lot of uncertainty about uh, technology and especially global technology at that time. And, uh, you know, our organization was probably one of the first companies in India that went about this task of, uh, you know, increasing the accessibility of best-in-class technology for food processing in India by bringing manufacturers from all across the globe who were uh, uh, masters in their particular area of expertise. And uh, we were very fortunate that, you know, at the start itself, we... Uh, got connected with some very large customers who really, you know, held our hand and sort of uh, showed us the rope, as they say. Uh, you know, they they educated us about the market. Through them, we got to learn about the different products which are produced in a in a large scale volume in India and what the pain areas are for those particular products. So when we started out, I think our first biggest. Uh, milestone or achievement you could say was that we were able to connect with some uh, leading manufacturers from the American market who were looking into uh, uh, peanut processing equipment and um, through them we were able to you know secure a large deal with an Indian snack client who was looking to process salted peanuts at that time and uh, through that you know we were able to gain an entry point and we learned about the different uh, products and applications which are there in the market which require the automation and uh, as we went along we you know were able to secure landmark projects in the fields of potato processing especially with regard to setting up with regard to being the supplier to uh, india's first fully automatic potato flakes processing unit um, we were also part of uh, the first large-scale French fries project for making frozen French fries um, on the 
ethnic food side we did a lot of work and that's where we felt we gained a lot of identity because ethnic foods in india whether they were sweets or snacks were predominantly being formed and produced uh, by hand and as a result there were a lot of challenges with regard to product consistency product quality shelf life and of course volume so we had the task from our customers to help them automate this process in a very hygienic and uh, trouble free manner which would allow them hours and hours of consistent production and we were able to do that uh, with the help of some of our uh, suppliers from the european market uh, we were able to automate the process to make uh, let's say traditional indian namkeens as well as uh, automation of some traditional indian sweets so that was also on big milestone for us which helped us to gain a good amount of market share in india because once one reputed company sort of uses your equipment and validates it it automatically opens the door for you to approach other customers for the similar kind of solution so i would say that that was a very good achievement and along the lines you know as as time went by and we started spending all our energies in the equipment business we also chanced upon an opportunity to set up a food manufacturing plant of our own so uh, we were able to successfully partner with one of india's uh, most reputed and prestigious organizations uh, as their uh, private label contract manufacturer for north india and we started manufacturing packaged salty snacks for them uh, we have a reasonable uh, we have a reasonable production volume with them now since several years and um, as time moved on you know we were always thinking about the next big thing to do and how to keep growing and finally we realized that you know there is a good opportunity in equipment production as well so we um, you know uh, with the help of our uh, team members we were able to come up with some innovative designs of uh, plant and machinery and based on our own experience of importing and selling plant and machinery for so many years we decided to fix a particular product range catering to the uh, snack industry and we started manufacturing our our own branded equipment as well so i would say that you know this whole journey between let's say 95 and 2020 basically these were some of the areas which have been quite uh, you know uh, we've been quite fortunate to be uh, able to have survived in the industry through all these actions developments which happened at our end that we were able to partner with uh, a lot of these pan india brands who started to set up uh, quick service restaurants so uh, you know as you mentioned about jubilant so yes we definitely started working uh, with uh, in fact we we started working with dominos at that time it was dominos pizza india before the public issue as well so uh, we were you know we had the we got the opportunity to work with them and we were able to supply some critical uh, equipment to them and uh, you know we were just fortunate that uh, they did so well and it was uh, a lot of hard work and effort on their side to grow their business beautifully across india and we just sort of got carried along with them you know as they kept on growing uh, their requirements grew and uh, you know the first project which we did i guess um, that's where you really have to create an impression and i think we were fo- we were focused on doing that with all our projects so you know we always believed in in the providing our customers with a very uh, high degree of attention after the machinery sale had happened 
so we invested a lot in uh, trained manpower that would be capable to handle troubleshooting and breakdown on machineries as and when they occurred and these brands were you know committed to on time delivery to consistent quality uh, never having any kind of breakdowns so they required a partner i guess who was also able to support them in a similar manner that you know irrespective of whether there is a holiday or it's late in the night if they required support we would try our best to be able to you know respond to their service calls as and when they needed and i think that helped us in sort of you know growing our business with them so they were definitely one of the companies uh, who supported us and we were you know fortunate enough to do uh, and we are still doing business with them since so many years and like them there were several other qsr brands uh, you know whom we would work with directly or indirectly because these companies would not necessarily do their own production some of these companies would you know outsource their production to other customers other companies in india who in turn would buy machines from us so indirectly or directly you know we've been basically associated with this industry and we've supplied a lot of machinery to the bakery uh, industry to the frozen food industry to ready meals uh, and you know products which are sold popularly uh, through quick service restaurants so yeah i mean i think what was important to basically you know uh, uh, partner with these companies was to be able to give them very very high focused uh, after sales service attention because that was a very important uh, factor for them so basically you know on the contrary my experience has been that with the onset of the pandemic food has been one particular industry that has uh, managed to survive because it's a basic human need and uh, you know certain uh, food consumption habits have had a marked change i mean people who would earlier not would scoff at the idea of you know buying frozen foods or uh, look at frequently ordering takeout have totally changed their opinion because you know that experience of let's say going out to a restaurant and eating or going to a hotel or a holiday has been taken away from them so they have been on the contrary snacking more they have been ordering more food on the ott on the online platform uh, you know they have been uh, they have been using the food delivery apps so obviously all this has a resultant impact on you know the food producing company as well as suppliers like us who are supporting these companies so a lot of our uh, company a lot of our customers today in fact are startups who uh, you know uh, have grown in the pandemic because of the rise in volume that they have uh, seen expected growth for them so from our side uh, you know uh, we have always uh, suggested to customers that while it's okay for them to have a, a you know a, like a internet presence or a or a cloud kitchen presence it's important that the back end is very strong whether they create their own back end or whether they work with companies who are focusing on b2b supplies it's important that this a uh, whole supply chain is very well managed and we have always to our customers to use robust machinery uh, which can be operated 24/7 which can produce high volumes and you know give these customers an uninterrupted supply of food which they can then sell through their QSR chains and um, or their cloud kitchen chains so all through the pandemic we you know we Uh, we had a couple of projects where our where our customers who in turn were sub suppliers to the to the uh, uh, QSRs and uh, cloud kitchens they in fact 
had requirements to start up the machinery which was delivered before the pandemic but it required the assistance of the original equipment manufacturer on site owing to the complex nature of the machinery but this is where you know we were able to play uh, the role of an enabler to uh, a good effect by actually you know visiting the site ourselves and starting up these plants by ourselves keeping our equipment manufacturer keeping the original equipment manufacturer available via remote media like you know whether it was through a phone call or through a video call or through some other platform our team you know worked effortless worked tirelessly through the nights in certain cases for 30 days 40 days at remote locations to get plants up and running so that our customers could cash in on this surge in demand which which was seen during the time of the pandemic you know we all read in papers that supplies are being hoarded and uh, uh, you know food products are not easily available so you know all these customers all of our customers were facing these issues they needed to you know be ready with their production to meet the demand so they needed support from us as suppliers to help them start up their plants and keep them running so i think that was you know one of the good experiences which we had i would say that you know the main thing that i i mean what i've heard from our customers has always been that it's important to be flexible in the way you design your plants i mean uh, uh, you have to have the possibility to be able to switch your production scale depending upon the the season and the market that you're operating in uh, one were to install very very big lines then while there is an advantage in economies of scale in production at the same time those lines become difficult to operate during uh, tougher periods so what i've you know realized is that plant design requires a lot of lot of uh, in analysis so that you know you always have uh, some kind of a backup situation ready to be able to uh, flexible to be flexible and adjust to any uh, situation that may that may occur being more and more relevant so we have no other choice but to keep ourselves updated of these trends and keep updating our solutions accordingly so we in fact have a lot of solutions in our current portfolio that cater to uh, uh, healthy foods or you know concepts of food which are good for you so for example um, in the in the frozen food space in india there's a revolution going on with plant based proteins where customers are looking for alternative uh, meal options which give them the satisfaction in terms of taste or in terms of smell appearance of having something which is mimicking a meat uh, a meat texture but is actually made from vegetarian ingredients so it directly offers a health benefit and it's environment friendly as well so we've in fact you know been focusing on this sector and developing solutions which are useful for customers looking to enter into plant based proteins whether it could be with forming lines or frying lines or freezing of these kind of snacks like burger patties and nuggets and sausages which are all now you know being made which are possible to be made with plant based ingredients rather than traditional chicken or uh, uh meat ingredients and at the same time i would say we've done a lot of work in the salty snacks category as well to come up with uh snack concepts uh with products which are not necessarily fried uh i mean just the fact that they are baked don't necessarily make them healthy but yes we have been working with uh, machinery to make uh baked snacks which are uh, which could be extruded which could be based out of uh, 
pulses it could be based out of flour it could be based out of different types of protein so we've been uh, updating ourselves with these trends and we've been working with equipment manufacturers who have solutions for these kind of products so you know uh, our family has been into business since generations so you know when i've been fortunate to see my grandfather and my father and see them work very passionately in the family business you know they have been very clear about uh, about certain core values and principles from day one which uh, which were you know ironically the same that i learned when i was doing my uh, uh, masters as well and that was always focusing on the customer i think uh, we've always been taught to treat the customer as the to listen to the customer because uh, there's so much one can learn from the customer from his preferences from his forecasts from his demands and i think that's what we've applied in our business as well and i think the next big uh, learning has been uh, management of human resource because i truly believe that you know the biggest asset we have is our people and uh, it's important to be able to you know keep them motivated you have to you have to show them a lot of hope you have to show them a lot of positivity even in the darkest times even in the times of the pandemic that there is going to be light at the end of the tunnel so that they keep believing in the vision they keep believing in the overall goals and objectives of the company when you have a motivated team which is going out there and uh, you know trying to do their best then the results will obviously come and uh, you know we witnessed it ourselves our people during the times of the pandemic without uh, really being fearful of their lives they were going out there to support our customers as and when they required and you know at the end of the day i mean this kind of it's all these small efforts which one needs to keep on doing repeatedly on a day in day out basis which eventually leads to success and i think this is what the family business story is all about that there's no one magical thing which you can do it's just a series of small small things which you need to keep on doing day in and day out and at the end of the day you will uh, you will see the results so i think the main thing would be to focus on how you can create value for your customer i think what is going to define your business or how you know how valuable you become to the customers day to day operations we uh, any kind of industry but important thing is that you need to be uh, doing something or offering something which keeps you very valuable in the customer's mind it could be a very small thing as well it could be a service it could be a product it could be your marketing it could be your approach but that's the main thing you need to focus on how to improve your how to improve customer value and if you do that i think you are going to be successful no matter which industry you are in